take ownership of the challenges you're gonna face and plan for them. You're gonna see so much better results if you really do. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Five cold, hard facts about losing weight and keeping it off. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. So there are some things we don't like to admit to when it comes to losing weight because they're not the fun things. Uh, It's not the results that we ultimately want. But I think the more we can face the struggles, the more we can take ownership of what's going to be hard, instead of being like, this is going to be so easy and great, it's going to be all perfect, the more we actually set ourselves up for success. Because while the other might lower our barrier to entry, right, it makes us feel good about making the change, ultimately it's what also sabotages us because we're thinking it's going to be easy and when it ultimately isn't because it never fully is, we get really frustrated, think we don't have the willpower of someone else, the self-control of someone else, and then we fall off because it's hard instead of owning it, expecting it, planning for it. So because there will be challenges and I want you to be prepared for them, I want to share five cold hard facts about losing weight and keeping it off for good. Okay? Not just losing it because there's a lot of fast fixes out there, but we actually want to sustain those weight loss results so we move and feel our best. So. Fact number one is you get good at and used to what you consistently do. Results do not come really from getting lucky. They might seem like some people get them from uh, becoming lucky, but luck is really just putting in all the hard work and then meeting opportunity, okay? Results come from what we consistently do, not from what we do every once in a while. It is those boring, tedious, basic habits that we have to do day in and day out. You can't do them like in one macro ratio one day, one macro ratio another day, and be like, well, I tracked and expect it to pay off. You got to do those ratios consistently to see what works. We also have to remember, though, in this, that what we want to do consistently isn't necessarily what will get us to the end result, right? We've become good at consistently doing the stuff that keeps us stuck in the position we're in. So making those changes is going to be hard. There is an unlearning process that goes along with relearning or learning new habits because what feels natural is what we've always done. Our body intuitively wants to do what we have always done right now because that feels sustainable, it feels comfortable, it feels natural. So we have to unlearn some of those habits before we can learn new ones. So we have to remember there is a retraining process that goes along with it. Uh, If you really think about it in terms of habits, you know, you might be conditioned right now to feel like you have to die with every single workout that you do. Otherwise, it's not good enough. So there's going to be a retraining and an unlearning process that goes along with that. You're going to have to unlearn the feeling of having to feel fatigued. So there's going to be a part where you're going to have to push yourself to just not be fatigued as you then ingrain better workout practices, because you don't necessarily need to feel slaughtered to feel or to get results. And often feeling slaughtered is what's keeping you working really hard without seeing the results you deserve. But you're going to have to unlearn some of the old mindsets and patterns and then learn new patterns and new behaviors. So just remember, you get good at what you consistently do, but you're going to have to embrace an unlearning and learning process in that. But you're going to have to repeat boring things day in and day out, things you don't always want to do, and you're going to have to get really good at consistently doing them if you want to see results. It's boring, yes. It's tedious at times, yes. You don't always want to do what you should, yes. But you got to. Number two, there is no ideal plan. One size doesn't fit all. We hear that a lot. We own that. Yet at the same time, we ask, what's the best workout plan for X? Well, there are so many variables that go into that, including what is simply realistic for your lifestyle? Too often we jump to what is the ideal over where am I at currently? 
But if you don't meet yourself where you're at, if you don't understand your current lifestyle, by trying to seek some ideal, especially with all the different ideals everybody is pushing out there, you're going to set yourself up for failure because you're not necessarily going to pick the right plan for you. The most sustainable changes are based on meeting ourselves where we are at currently. The best way to see results and lasting results is to create a healthier version of our lifestyle and recognize that our lifestyle, our needs, our goals, our body is constantly evolving. In the winter, you might not be as active. You might sleep differently. During the, the summer, you might be more active outside and might need different calories because your workouts also change because you're going out for more runs versus lifting more in the winter. There's so many things that evolve and we have to address those things and realize that there's no one ideal plan. And the more we get caught up in this, this vision of an ideal, the more we're going to hold ourselves back from actually making changes and even small changes. We want to create the perfect plan for ourselves. And the more we meet ourselves where we're at, the more we're not going to rely on willpower or motiva motivation to keep those changes building. So the more we try and make these dramatic sweeping changes, the more we end up feeling like when life gets stressful, oh, I don't have the willpower or the self-control of somebody else. When that's really not the case, it's just that we made these changes that really weren't realistic and we potentially didn't steer into the skid and do the minimum we actually needed to. So just remember there's no ideal plan and what's even ideal for you will evolve over time. Then fact number three, your body fights the weight loss process. And I think it's super key we recognize this for a variety of reasons. One, when we're starting out, sometimes it can feel like changes aren't happening at all, even though we feel like we have maybe a lot of weight to lose or we really want results and we're working really hard at the start. And part of this is the fact that your body fights the process because it wants to maintain balance. And balance is where you're at currently. This is normal for it. It sees less food coming in, more activity, as a threat to its survival to some extent because you're now in a deficit. There is not enough energy coming in to maintain your current functioning at the level it's, it's been functioning. So it's saying, whoa, we better conserve energy so that we don't end up starving. Even if you do have fat you want to lose or fat you could use as energy. So remember that starting out, your body's going to fight the process, especially the longer you've been at that weight. And the longer you've been away from the goal that you actually want to achieve, or even the fact that you've never been there, the harder it's going to be to achieve it. So as you get closer and closer to that goal, even if results have really snowballed over the last few months, the more you might find that you stall towards the end because your body is pushing past another barrier. And the leaner you become, the more your body is like, okay, is this territory safe? So it's again going to fight that weight loss process. And the more you try and speed result even, the more it's going to fight back because it's like, whoa, this is an extreme deficit. Now we need to really conserve energy. And it's even going to then make your meta uh, metabolic rate slow down or your metabolism slow down because you're potentially putting yourself at risk to lose more muscle mass because muscle is metabolically costly. So if we don't have enough calories coming in and our body's like, whoa, we're in survival mode, it's going to draw energy from your lean muscle. It's going to utilize your lean muscle mass because it also doesn't want to expend the energy to conserve it. So remember your body does fight the weight loss process. So as much as we want progress to be linear, we want it to be fast, often it isn't going to be, especially the longer we haven't or if we have never been at our goal, right? So that's going to impact the rate at which we see results. It's also why trying to speed results can backfire. Number four, it's going to be boring and hard. I say this because I think often we're looking for some sexy secret. I find myself even at points doing it. Ooh, is there some new move? Ooh, is there some new secret food? Ooh, is there some new something sexy secret that I can include? But really ultimately what it comes down to is boring basics. And I even think that we have to change our mindset around what boring really means. 
Maybe I'm just weird, but I could technically stare at a wall and not be bored if I choose not to be. Or I could be doing a thousand different things and be bored if I choose to be. So boring or bored is kind of a state of mind. If you just see it as, oh, I'm just doing another squat, oh, I'm just making the same meal, you're gonna be bored. But if you're like, okay, I'm gonna be a little bit more intentional with the squat, yes, I felt my glutes, or I did a little bit more weight, or this rep was a little bit easier, or oh, I'm gonna experiment with a new recipe to try and hit these ratios. You can make something that could be boring, not boring. Even with that, I do recognize, you know, there are some boring things, things we don't always wanna do on a daily basis, but there are so many areas of our life that we don't always wanna do what we should, or even always wanna do things that are fun. I've mentioned this actually a few times recently, and I'm gonna bring up the same situation, and I've owned this, that maybe it says more something about me than anything else, but even if you have like a friend coming into town, a fun event you're going to, something you've been looking forward to all week, you could have that one stressful day, the day of, and all of a sudden be like, I don't want to do this. Even though it's something super fun, right? That you should want to do and you technically do want to do it. And when you get there, you're like, ooh, I'm so glad I did this, right? But we don't want to do even things we should or things we enjoy all the time. So you're not going to always want to do these habits, especially the ones that really are just a means to an end. But I think it's key to remember that. These things are a means to an end. We're training in the gym to be able to be functionally strong to our final day on this planet, to be able to go hike, to go conquer, you know, canoeing on a, a trip, to be able to do all the things that we love, chase after our grandkids, go play with our kids on the playground, right? We're, we're eating well so that we can fuel our performance, so that we can feel fabulous on our vacation, rock that dress at the reunion, you know, do all these different things. So we have to remember that putting in the, the work and time and effort for these hard, boring things at points is to do more of what we love outside of it. We might not love the habits all the time, but it's to do more of what we love. And then fact number five is your mindset matters most. I know it's so much easier to want to just change your macros or change your workouts. And especially for most of us, change our workouts, right? We are comfortable being uncomfortable in that way. We are not comfortable being uncomfortable a lot of times with dietary changes. So we don't want to make them. We avoid making them. But we have to remember that our mindset matters even more than a perfect macro breakdown or a perfect workout schedule. Because if we don't believe in it, if we don't fully commit to it, if we don't fully push ourselves to implement it consistently, we are not gonna see the results that we want. So often we doom ourselves with doubt. And I totally get it. I'll go into programs sometimes and be like, hey, you're not gonna you know, fool me. I know this isn't a magic pill and I'll be all skeptical. And ultimately I sabotage myself, especially for the first few weeks if I do have that attitude because I don't fully embrace the changes. I always give pushback. Instead of being like, hey, I'm here for a different perspective. I'm gonna 100% go all in. If it doesn't work out, at least I learned things that didn't work for me, but I'm gonna go all in. I know it can seem like being skeptical is a good thing, but it's really not because often that little doubt in our mind is then gonna cause us to look for any reason that something might work. It's gonna seek out the reasons why this isn't working and why we're failing. And then we're gonna give up or we're not gonna really push ourselves to maximize the program in the way that we should. So we need to realize that mindset matters most. And again, I know that's not always sexy. Some of us don't wanna buy into the whole mindset thing, but whether we believe we can or we can't, we are ultimately right. So if you are in a new program, if you are doing something new, if you have a coach, go all in in it. Do the whole program to actually know what works for you. Believe in it to the point that you're like, even if something doesn't work out, I'm going to have learned from it. Every mistake, every failure is just a learning experience. And the more you go in with that expectation, the more you're going to benefit from every single thing you do. So don't doom yourself with doubt. So just to reiterate, as much as I know we want that goal, we want to lose weight, keep it off for good, 
I think the more we can sell ourselves, even on the pain of change, the challenges we're going to face, the easier those mistakes, failures, the hard points will actually be when we encounter them. You'll actually even have that situation where you hit something hard and you're like, ah, this wasn't as bad as I thought versus just feeling like you don't have the willpower or it's not as easy for you as it is for somebody else because you weren't taking ownership or recognizing the challenges that were going to come up. So again, those five cold, hard facts I want you to face. You get good at and used to what you consistently do. There is no ideal plan. Your body fights the weight loss process in so many ways, and the more you rush it, the more it's going to fight it. It's going to be boring and hard at times, and your mindset matters most. Embrace these facts, guys. Take ownership of the challenges you're going to face and plan for them. You're going to see so much better results if you really do. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.